What is up, Sam fam? I can't wait to talk with you today. There's a great episode for you. It's a little bit controversial. And so we want to make sure that we get this together and we can get this conversation started. So grab me something to eat and something to drink and let's talk because you're talking with Sam. Here we go. What is up, Sam fam? I'm so glad that you're back here with me yet again for another episode. And like I said in the intro... And oh, I can't even talk today. Like I said in the intro, this is going to be a little bit controversial. And, you know, you say, Sam, how's it going to be the best version of you? Well, I'm encouraging people to wake up to, like, you know, a brighter version of them to see other people. And, you know, we say so many times, you know, to be humble, but really to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes. And that's just to go ahead and give you like the forecast. That's going to be what I'm going to close with putting ourselves in somebody else's shoes. So I want to talk about justice today. You say, Sam, we've heard this in the news so much, especially over the past couple of years and especially in 2020 talking about George Floyd. Why are we back here again? And why are you even talking about this? Well, this right here affects not just myself, not just Joyce Floyd, but those who look like us, those who understand us, those who are related to us, even those who agree with us, who don't look like us. I am very fortunate to be in love with one of the most beautiful human beings in the world. And we do not look delight. We don't have the same skin complexions. We're actually across generational lines as well. But what makes us work is the simple fact that we're able to put our differences aside of the actual physical looks of things and the communities that we grew up in and say, hey, you know what? That doesn't matter. We're still two human beings making it through this earth. Let's talk about what justice really is. And justice is just simply a just behavior or just treatment. So you say just behavior, or just treatment. Where does the actual definition come into play? Well, when you look at the word just, J-U-S-T, it gives you the definition that goes with this one is the adjective. It says based on or believing according to what is morally right. And here in America, we are very fortunate to have a have a um, judicial system that's called the Justice Department. You know, the Supreme Court. They're, the judges are called justices. Their job is to do what's morally right. And morally right is to the law and here in America. And just by starting off, I love being an American. And you can't take me being an American away from me. It's such an amazing privilege. And that being said, whenever we say our Pledge of Allegiance, it says with liberty and justice for all. I, as an African-American or black American here in the United States, in the South, wants to know at one point, who is all? Is it me? Is it those who look like me? Is it Rashad Brooks? Is it George Floyd? Is it Breonna Taylor? Is it Stephon Clark? Is it even Rodney King from 91? Is it Andrew Brown Jr.? Is it Alton Sterling? Is it Freddie Gray? Is it Dante Wright? Or is it the many other people of color who were killed by the law enforcement that took the very oath to actually protect and serve? You know, the oath that they give is the like pretty much is to the public, is to get the public trust. And yet they failed. 
But you also have officers who will get covered up for like they do so many times here in this great country. And I really do mean great country because of the systematic injustice that's there towards people who don't look like them because the system was originally created to hold people who were not free, a.k.a. slaves in just in, in the just position. What they perceived at that time frame was morally right. Yes, that time frame. And if you go back year, like hundreds of years, literally, you wouldn't hear my voice over this podcast. You would hear somebody else who sounds very similar to me trying to tell my perspective, but they would put their own twist and pretty much say it's not what we really want. And I love my Sam. I love you, Sam fam. I love you, Sam fam. Like, but we all have to come together and say, you know what? Enough is enough. Injustice must stop. We have to make a change. I have very dear friends who see things differently than I do. And I'm okay with that because you know what? Together, we, when we compromise, we're able to come to an understanding that both parties matter. Both parties believe in the same thing. We won't live. We literally want liberty and justice for all. We want to make sure that the all does include even those law enforcement members. And, you know, I'm not down to law enforcement because I am very fortunate. Um, my partner's family is very big on law enforcement in New York, as well as I have family members who are law enforcement. Some that are soon to be family members because they're getting married into one of our family members who are in law, law enforcement. And I thank you to every law enforcement official out there. Thank you to the brave men and women who serve and protect us here on the home front in the cities and in the county rural areas in law enforcement, the sheriffs, the police officers, the um, all the FBI, DIAs, ATF, NCIS, all everybody, you know, if you are alphabet, you know who you are. We appreciate you all. But at the same time, I just asked a little bit more, you know, I really don't even know the word. A little bit more caring goes towards people who look like me. And you say, Sam, are you asking for more than what they give other people? No, I'm actually asking for equal. And the reason I ask for equal is because, you know, a lot of times we don't get equal. We're still perceived as less than. I remember being a kid in high school and my grandmother, I have never told her this story because of who she is and how much she loves me. It would terrify her to know that when I got pulled over coming from soccer practice my senior year in high school, that the deputy actually pulled me out. of he didn't pull me out of the car. He asked me to step out. Then he put me in handcuffs. Then he went through my car and me being a little hot headed teenager that was, I said, if you pull it out, you're going to have to put it back in because I'm not going to because there's a lot of trash in there. I mean, yes, all he found was Gatorade, you know, my soccer, uh, my soccer shorts, my nasty soccer cleats that smelled as well as like, you know, my socks and book bags and stuff like that. But if it wasn't for one of my friend's dad who happened to be happened to be in law enforcement, stopping by and say, hey, you know what? I know Sam. He's a good kid. He hangs out and plays soccer with my son. Trust me, he's good. If it wasn't for that guy, what would have happened that day? Could something have been planted? What would have done? What would have been different? I mean, I really don't even know. And I thank you to the to the good law enforcement officers who would do stuff like that. And I actually hate the ones who 
look down upon the ones who do stuff like that. It's like, well, what are you doing? Whose side are you on? You're on the side of justice, doing what's morally right, stopping the injustice while it's happening. And I appreciate you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to those who are not doing it, it's never too late. Step up to those people who have been the good old boys and actually do the right thing. You know, step up to the proud boys. Step up to those who don't believe that everybody was created equal. Come on. Like, we've got to make a change. It is now, and this, at the time of this recording, 2021. And we have got to make a change. Yes, we've got to. You say, Sam, you're speaking with such passion and you need to slow down. I agree with you. But, you know, I really would like to know what's going to happen. We say, yeah, Derek Chauvin, got, um, he was found guilty on all three cases, all three charges here in America. Cool. That's one guy that's happened over years. One guy. But look at how long it took Derek Chauvin to get, you know, to this place. He literally has so many complaints. But the city of Minneapolis didn't do anything about it. They just reprimanded him here and there. But let me talk about something that's a little bit closer to home and not Minneapolis. You know, we got here in North Carolina right now, we're talking about Andrew Brown Jr. The man who, the 42-year-old man who died by the sheriff's deputy there. And you say, Sam, yeah, they had a warrant to search his house. He wasn't in his house. He was in his car. And they shot him. And we're going to go through the story of, like, what would it be like to be on his side? But, like, literally, in North Carolina, guess what? The attorney general can't do anything because of North Carolina law saying that the DA has the first right. And the DA would have to recuse himself. But guess what? That's not going to actually happen because that same DA is going to have the biased opinion because those are his boys who investigate stuff for him and who's going to bring these cases to him. And so he cannot do what's right. Why? Because he's like, I got to take care of my friends. Is that justice? That's no. That's injustice. He, I mean, so many times people are talking about like the riots, the looting and everything. And I don't promote anybody burning down or tearing up things. But guess what? Things actually change when that stuff happens. That's what sucks sometimes. It takes the dramatic measures, the drastic measures to do things. And yes, the, you know, these are taxpayers dollars and stuff like that to take care of the, um, the governmental buildings, as well as these private dollars taking care of the businesses and stuff like that. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene actually says, but doesn't really know what she's talking about, but we want to actually take the change chance to actually do something right. Let it not get that far. Let's rethink about what's going to happen. These This family lost somebody. Yes, they're going to get some monetary value, but is the monetary value worth the life that was given? Because if it is, guess what? That is pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. And you need to be removed from office. Even to the judges who don't believe that way, you need to be removed from office as well. And I hope you get voted out. I hope that something happens that where you can't actually serve anymore because people make a change. It's okay because we all have the right as citizens here in America. We have rights. We have rights, definitely. And so I encourage all the people to actually step up to these systems that's been there for years. Systems that's not serving but one community. 
because at the end of the day, the one that one community is a part of community as a whole, and it's not fair to have a monopoly on what's actually out there. There are so many people who are getting represented by people who don't actually pre- present their voice. I know one of my senators is so tired of hearing emails from me, getting emails from me, or his staff is because he's probably not even going to listen to it because, I mean, you know, he has bigger things to do than listen to one of his constituents. But, I mean, you may say I'm throwing a lot of shade today, but I also feel so passionate about this. So, yeah, Senator Tom Tillis, you know, I'm very disappointed on a lot of things that he said. And, you know, we hear a lot about defunding the police. And what a lot of time that is the correct word is to defund the police, but it's really just meaning to reallocate the poli- the money in the, in the police department, have the police department bring in therapists, bring in, you know, psychoanalysts, diff- bring in different people who are actually going to help make a change to help deescalate situations because the cops, the law enforcement, I'm not just going to say the cops because it's more than just the police officers. It's also the deputies and all these other people. But yeah, these these law enforcement officials are not trained as mental therapists. You know, there are some mental illnesses in a lot of these communities and they can't afford to get a therapist to actually talk to them because it costs too much. So we need to get people who are on the law enforcement, um, law enforcement team and say, Hey, let's see how we can actually deescalate this situation. We're not asking for less police. We're actually asking for more police. You say, well, how are you asking for more by saying defund? We're saying reallocate your focus. If you focus on the crime, then guess what? You will find it. If you focus on the community help, you will find it. It's just a matter of how you really put your focus. And you know, we don't, nobody likes crime. Nobody likes murder. Nobody likes stealing. Nobody likes the, you know, the, the negative things. And we do need somebody to correct those. But at the same time, we need to do more than just arrest people and put them in jail. We need to give them the help and the support that they need. And it, a lot of them can't get it, like I said earlier, because why? They don't have the funds to get it. They don't have the money. And you say, well, everything is free, but guess what? They may have to get there, and to get there may cost a lot. Reality check. Just because you got it don't mean somebody else do. I mean, so, or does, excuse me. Um, but, like, you know, we really have to make the difference. And not just, like, defund the police. Like, teach the police how to deal with people of different color proper de-escalation methods and not ones that's going to be biased you know i'm really sad that the ones that killed andrew brown jr are just going through de-escalation training and sensitivity training like bump all that like yo take their jobs they killed a dude for no reason he was just trying to protect himself because you know he grew up here so i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna say he 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 know the area here and he knows that mm, they're coming out with guns. Nine times out of 10, they're going to use them. That's the reality of it. So, I mean, I know I've been ranting and stuff like that. But, like, it's crazy, you know, that we have to go through this. And you say, Sam, where do you think this starts? I actually believe this starts way before we were here. Way before my grandmother was here. It starts with slavery. You know, a lot of times we make fun of the african-american father the black dad been in the house but really the black father has not been in the house for years and it's not his fault you say whose fault is it sam 
Well, you know, back in the slavery days, and yes, we're going to talk about that, even though we have leaders like the minority leader, Mitch McConnell, who is trying to talk the different, excuse me, change the different viewpoint of slavery. And, you know, I don't want to say the word whitewash, but that's pretty much what he is. Um, the viewpoint of it, he don't want to tell both sides. Why? Because the truth hurts. But it may not just be that the truth hurts. It is not his truth. It's our truth. And he doesn't care about what our truth is. Ours been people of color. So if this ever gets to Mitch McConnell, stop the mess. Stop the BS. Yes. But off my tangent, you know, back in the day, slavery and slavery, dad was sold away. Dad was only good for working and reproducing, working and reproducing. That's all he did. He had kids all over. Yes, he may have married somebody, but guess what? That marriage didn't matter because he was nothing more than just another mule. He was nothing more than just another person. Actually, not a person, another item, another animal on the farm. That's not cool. But in hindsight, that's what happened today. And, you know, as a person who grew up with out the actual father figure being in the house you know i'm fortunate to have my grandfather but to have without having my actual father figure in my house i felt that result and that's the result of what they wanted from back then to be honest yeah it really is and i'm not talking about every white person i'm not talking about every person who thinks differently than i do it's just a certain group of people it's a small group of people who actually believe this way and it's not cool and it's not fair and it's not funny that we make those comments about black fathers not being in the lives anymore. So if you know somebody who makes those comments, tell them to stop. Yes, stop it today. Stop it because literally we're going to make a change. As individuals, there are more black fathers in the house now. There are more black fathers who are coming home to their kids and making sure things are taken care of. And a lot of times these black fathers work two and three jobs to make sure that their family have what they need and they're exhausted by the time they get home. But so say Sam, here we go again. We're back on slavery. Yes, because a lot of times we don't get to the root of things. And the root of a lot of our issues here in America is because it came from the time frame whenever these immigrants called Europeans came over and sold the land from the Indians. Oh, we don't want to talk about that. Nah, because it's a whole different story. So anyways, you know, it's so crazy. Like justice is really like, you know, do, um, behaving in accordance to what is morally right. A lot of times here in America for people of color, what's morally right has not been what's in our best interest. You know, what's, what's supposed to be liberty and justice for all is actually liberty and injustice for some, which is not fair. Let's get back to liberty and justice for all. And to close, I'm going to give you this story. Imagine you're a 42-year-old white man. You have seven people who are law enforcement officers coming at you with guns. And you know, yeah, they took an oath to uphold the trust of the people. You know, but people like you, they never really get the benefit of the doubt. And nine times out of ten, they come with their guns pulled out. That means they're gonna do something. They're coming prepared for trouble, and they're not gonna give you a fair chance. So what do you do? You try to back up and get away from them because no matter what way you go, your life is about to end. Because I mean, let's face the facts: they have their guns pulled, and they pull them for a reason. So you back up, 
and then you start to pull off and I mean one of them decide that he can jump in front of the car to stop it I mean he's a dummy to be sorry insert my own opinion but um, you know you drive off and next thing you know shots start to happen and you're dead within minutes your family doesn't really get the justice that they need for you what happens Uh, you're just another story because the judicial system the justice system is is not going to be on your side it's on theirs because number one you don't look like them number two the DA is really just going to blow it um, um, push it underneath the rug or even having that erase it because he's going to say they were doing their jobs and protecting the community in actuality you're a member of the community they weren't protecting you and so that being said we have got to make a change because that's Andrew Brown's story those cops didn't look like him those yeah, those sheriffs definitely didn't look like him and the DA the dumb DA because he says that the they were defending themselves no they were not it was 7 to 1 with like like assault rifles come on man like get it together stop lying just because they're your boys and you really want to make sure the people who are investigating for you stay in their positions that doesn't that's not justice that's not what's morally right that's the injustice of the justice system it's people like you who need to make a change Andrew Womble like in Elizabeth City, people like you who need to make a change. Senator Tom Tillis, you need to make a change. You know, I'm writing. I'm writing with my House representative and as well as some other people, try as my House Senate, trying to get things to make a change. But it's going to take more than just them. It's going to take all of us as a whole. So I encourage you. As the final thing, don't wish for it, work for it. Go after. What you want to see change? Start petitioning. Sign sign up to vote. No matter if you're in a de- uh, democratic system, like you have a democracy in your country, literally vote because your voice matters. And even if you're not, you know it's okay to actually cause something to change. It is a okay. You know, like again, start those petitions. Make things happen. Because without things happening, there's nothing. Because of you causing things happen, there's nothing that nobody can stop. All you got to do is get a few people behind you. Do like Marjorie Taylor Greene. She made some noise, even though she lies all the time. She made some noise, and look where she's at now. She's still making noise, but she's doing it in a position. And so she's able to make some noise that's going to matter. She's able to block votes that actually do matter. She's able to block voices that actually do matter. I mean, and I do want to say this before I close. Just because we say black lives matter, it does not mean that other lives matter, don't matter, excuse me. What it really means, black lives matter really means that we we are meant to be equal and not less than. And we've been fighting this for years. So again, go out, make a change in your community and do something that's great. All right, I love y'all. Much love, much peace, and much hair grease. And don't forget to be the best version of you because there's nobody else that can do what you do. So, Sam fam, once again, thank you for being here. Next week, I got one of my close near friends here on the podcasting scene who is getting ready to like talk to us about community. So be sure to tune in and get ready to eat and get ready to drink with Paula because she's got some information that she's going to tell us, y'all. Go ahead and tell your friends, like, share, 
and this audience write a review because that matters yep so here we go 